For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We're back once again. It's the Horns Up Talking Texas podcast. So get your horns up because here we go. Horns up, talking Texas podcast. Joshua Fisher, Alexander Disopolis, Nikki Snacks Crider. Our boy Quan Cosby has the week off. He's enjoying it with the fam. So, in his honor, we'll say, What up, gents? Uh, as Quan always says to us when he gets on the Zoom. You guys never hear that in the recording because we don't keep it. But, Quan, we miss you, buddy. We'll see you next week. Big win for the Horns against TCU. We're stoked about that. But before we get into basketball, Nick, you want to give a quick shout out? Yeah, big win for the Horns in Jeopardy. Yes, Just Karen Singh. Yeah, comes home with a bag of two hundred fifty thousand dollars for winning the collegiate Jeopardy. He two two fifty two fifty. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty penny right there. Yeah, as, that a, is as a college super student, legit. it's awesome. Pays for college for sure. I mean, he was at the TCU game on courtside, and he was he was a celebrity. Everyone's taking pictures with him. The camera's always on him. I mean, he's getting celebrity status on campus. Has $250,000 now at his disposal before he's even entered the professional life. Okay. Before, I have a couple questions. But first, a comment. When I saw him enter, I don't know. You think you felt the same way, Nick? He looked like an absolute unit. Like, super swaggy. Like, handling the fame really well. Almost like he belonged in the spotlight. Like, not what you would... I mean, some Jeopardy people are like that. But I presume them to be quite nerdy. Yeah, awkward, nerdy. Just knowledgeable people. People that are not used to the spotlight but kind of thrust upon it due to their brains and willingness to compete but on that's that that's part of the game of jeopardy but that is part of the game. i guess it, it is. is so if you're a long standing winner you have to come back you have to be composed you have to be able to give, just give a new story yeah just just put the blinders on you know not focus on the crowd the big lights yeah whoever the the host is and just focus answer the question here's the thing in most situations at most universities that have good education yes i'm sure that all of their people are a little bit more socially awkward, but this is the University of Texas. Oh, Nick. We have fun, <laughs> you know? Yeah. You can't just be smart. You also have to be cool, and that's why this guy has got pizzazz, and he's got smarts, and he's a winner. That's a glass hat. That I mean, <laughs> when I, when I watch... Half full look, I know some not cool people that went to our school. When I, went, when I watched <laughs> Jeopardy, one of my favorite things about it is obviously racing the contestants to see if I can get the answer first. You're not bad at it. I've, when I yeah, but, together. but it's also a lot easier when you don't have the big lights on you, right? Yes, but true. I also really, really enjoy 
in between the rounds where the hosts ask questions about where they're from, so what they care about. Yeah, and a lot of times the questions are, the answers are very awkward or like what Trebek used to do is he would cut people off if he didn't like the answer. He would be like, he would just move on to the next person. He'd be like, oh, and you're a teacher. And they would be like, yeah, so I teach like fifth grade and I'm a, I'm a history teacher. And he would then ask like one follow-up question. He'd be like, I heard you, you know, make your students like, all wear wigs when you talk about like whatever, like yeah. 1776, and then they'll give like an answer. And if they're not giving a good answer, he would just be like, "And Josh, like I hear that you're, wow. yeah, yeah, really, R.I.P. Yeah. I right. mean, I think you get to a certain point in your career as Trebek did that he's done it for so many years that he's. There's also a timer goal. in the back of his. Yeah, head there's a timer in the back of his head, but also it's like, what does he have to lose? It's not like Jeopardy is going to be like, no, you're done, Trebek. Sorry, kick yeah, off. Or like if a guy's like minus 800, he knows that they're probably not going to be back, so like he doesn't need to like. Extend the yeah, story of cater them. to them. Absolutely. Yeah. He also wants to enjoy the answer too, right? Like if this person's boring him, he's going to move on. It's like mm -hmm. speed dating. Yeah, mm -hmm. that is a good. You know who, what host I do love? Kind of tangent a little Steve bit. Steve Harvey, the best. Like I loved Seacrest. 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 Chamber of Seacrest. The Chamber of Seacrest. What? Can we make that meme? <laughs> Nick, get on the board, dude. Let's Chamber go. of Seacrest. It doesn't count because it's on Horns Up, not Charity Stripe. But good for you. Good practice, dude. That's awesome. <laughs> that was a great one, Nicholas. Um, but yeah, I, I love Seacrest. Steve Harvey is really good at the his best. job. It's like him, Snoop Dogg's. My, that's one of my favorite. Him, Stefan Diggs. Like, he's so good at his job. It's unbelievable. Yep. Um, We'll be, I don't know how we get him as a guest in any capacity, but that'd be fantastic. Um, but yes, Texas wins student Jeopardy. What would you guys, as a college student, take away like the first three or four things you'd actually spend it on? What are the next like five through six that, things that you would spend it on? Like putting yourself when you were in college, what do you think you would have done? I mean, depends on what year I'm in. What 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 year am I in my, my college career? What's called junior? Junior year. Okay, so by then I'm probably off 36th Street a little bit, make my way down towards the west side a little bit more, okay. right? Because I'm 21. Yeah. Don't have to use a fake ID anymore. Yeah. Not that I ever did that. Yeah. Um, but I, I think I'm going to uh, Parlor and Yard to get some drinks, and then we're sending it to the ranch, getting a table, going crazy, okay. going nuts. Tell, Celebrating the win. Telling the DJ to play the Horns Up podcast the entire time we're at the ranch. Okay. People will leave, but sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. Uh, but, but bangers only. And, yeah. And... Um, yeah, we're, we're celebrating in that fashion. And then after that, uh, I, I probably end it with some, maybe some pluckers. Maybe we can all eat pluckers. Just buy pluckers for the boys. Okay, really. So you're saving a lot of that money. <laughs> <laughs> you really you have it until you chinsed out on the, <laughs> the pluckers. I don't pluckers. know. Okay, maybe we go to, uh, I don't know, Vince Young Steakhouse. Yeah, yeah there support we go. Support, support, yeah, support. support Vince, VY. There we go. Let's shell a little money out, dude. And then you could save it presumably also depends on what season it is what like if it's football season or okay. basketball season i think if it's a football season maybe i'm like buying like box seats for a game or how something. about season tickets the next year for the, for the horns yeah for football and basketball could do that could do that. yeah toss anything that that's what i was gonna do was put on season tickets. season tickets especially for this beard coach team yeah who played an excellent second nice half. way to go dude thank good you good segue yeah who played an excellent second half against tcu Coming nice. off of a loss, you know, against against our rivals, against the Red Raiders. Tech. Yep, Texas Tech. They beat us. Um, but we had talked on the show, I think it was last week, might have been two weeks ago, about how we had to take care of business when we were playing a beatable team. And that's what TCU is, and that's what our upcoming game against West Virginia is as well, where we need to take 
we need to take care of business, cement ourselves as, you know, a team that's going to be in the NCAA tournament, playing in March, dancing in the tourney. And I think we're, we're well on our way there. Yeah, we I were, agree. We were revealed as one of the top 16 teams in ESPN's top 16. Right? Just, we were one of the only schools that had two top 16 teams, our women's basketball right. and our men's. Right? That's great. The women's team is good. Exactly. Now, TCU is a beatable team, but I think people of recent memory probably believe that TCU is not a good team. And this year they are a good team. They have yeah. 17 wins. I yeah. don't think there are really many bad teams in the Big 12 this It's season. a gauntlet. I mean, even West Virginia is still a Huggins coach team. They threw Iowa State through They're the ring. They're still a winning team. Yeah. They have a winning record. Oklahoma there's, State. There's, I don't think there's any teams in the Big 12 right now that have a losing record. I think Oakley State's under. I could be wrong off the top of my head. I, The Tech game, it's just like a tale of two games too often, which is nerve-wracking heading into what could be March soon. Like, look, you want to ta- win that game at home against Tech, but we go and play TCU at home, and we take care of it. The second half was great. We crushed the turnover battle. We play excellent defense. All, all five starters played 25-plus minutes. Nick, we, we were talking about Bishop playing big. Bishop played big against Tech. He had 11 rebounds. Played big against TCU. So he's shaping up to be what Dylan DeSue thought he would be, which is fortunate. Um, we don't have Trey Mitchell in the flux. Timmy Allen disappeared against Tech, which is a problem. Marcus, Timmy Allen and Marcus Carr had combined six points. Mar- well, Marcus Carr had zero, and he was over six <laughs> yeah. in the field. We shot thirty. The only issue for the TCU game is we shot thirty-one percent from the field um, from uh, against Tech, and then when we played TCU, I pretty much shot our three pointers. Seriously, we made one. Yeah, I think I would hit one of fourteen if no one was guarding me and I was out on the court and I was just chucking and praying. Yeah. That's what we were. We were one for 14. Yeah. No, I know. Chucking and praying, which is pro- it's just problematic. Well, t- Timmy Allen and Marcus Carr both bounced back. Yeah. Allen had 17. Carr had 19, yeah. which is great to see. But in the tournament, you don't get second chances. No chance. And yeah, I mean, if if we lose, I wouldn't be surprised if three-pointers were our Achilles heel because that's what they have been, right? And mm-hmm. against the team, yes, TCU is better than they have been in years past. Mm-hmm. But... They're not Texas Tech. They're not Kansas. They're not Baylor. They're not Baylor. No. And we got great tough not Iowa State. Uh, no. 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 Because Iowa State has they have a they have a, a guy, you know. Yeah. They have a guy. If you have a guy in March Madness, there's always there could be a general theme. This year, I find the theme to be bigs, Kentucky, Illinois, obviously Gonzaga. You have teams like Baylor, who their big goes down, but they still have a good backup big mm-hmm. in flow. Um, there's teams, a lot, you know, Duke has a good big, not only in Boncaro, but in Williams, obviously Kessler and Auburn. The theme is generally bigs this year. So if you have a really good big, you'll be competitive. I feel if you can shoot the three point, you're always going to be in the mix. And if you have a guy, quote unquote, like at least the guy will keep you in the game. Like Iowa, Keegan Murray will keep them in the game on a consistent basis. Or Isaiah Brockington Isaiah on Brockington. Iowa State. Exactly. He's averaging 17 and a half points per game. Liddell on Ohio State. And then Ohio State's good. But like, you know, that that's how it kind of flows in college basketball. Our issue, and I'll go into a comp because we did win and I want to be keep it positive. So our issue is we can't really shoot the three and we're a little small and we don't have a guy. So we're lacking all three of those. There's phase. a lot there. There's a lot there that we don't have any of those three things. Now what we do have is, and I was very confident um, when what I saw in the second half is we did an excellent job of getting tough buckets 
and hitting in the mid-range. For a team that may have some of the worst handles I've ever seen in a college basketball team or pro basketball team, or just in basketball team in general at the park, we really got to the mid-range nicely, I and think, they got our tough buckets. Well. I also think that we've been pretty good in mid-range all season long. Yeah. Like, Ramey is pretty automatic from mid-range. Andrew Jones plays really well mid-range. Marcus Carr, you know, I mean, he hits those little floaters sometimes or those little banks. I mean, I know that's technically in the paint, but, like, he also pulls up mid-range sometimes, and he hits. I think that's um, Timmy Allen as well. But for some reason, a couple feet behind them and that free throw, that three-point line, not so great. No, yeah. I mean, it's just – it's one of those things where from three, you ha- the ball has to move really well, and the ball doesn't move supremely well with no. us, and we know that. Yeah. And the, you have to have so – the open looks aren't great. We didn't have a lot of open looks from three, though. Like, they – I remember there was a point where Marcus Carr – He took a contested – Took a, a yeah. heavily contested three, and they're like, oh, yeah, you want him to take that shot. And I think the announcers who call the games for the horns, or, you know, call most of them – are numb to the fact that that's the best look we're going to get. Well, because I, we don't really find an open shot. I think that time. that shot they were talking about as well. It, it went in and out too, so yeah. that's an easy call for the commentator to look. Oh, looks! It's a good look, right? Yeah. Like it almost went in. So to them, into the naked eye, it looked like a good shot. But that was still a tough shot to take. It shouldn't. It shouldn't have come from Marcus Carr. I mean, I would have rather seen Andrew Jones take that shot. Yeah, I mean, if our team is shooting twenty eight percent from three, or even we might even be beneath that yeah. at this point I mean, is then, there, is then there a good shot there's not a good contested three that's never a good right. Shot, right like uh, it doesn't apply like so if we're true. belmont and all we do is shoot threes and we shoot 40 percent, like okay yeah sure but but that's not who we are oh, jj reddick so nice. yeah i mean i i would say that's still a good shot for him in college right yeah, yeah. but Part of the reason why we can't get open looks is because it's exactly what we were talking about. It's the ball handling. If Marcus Carr is the only guy that can break a defender down, how else are the other guys supposed to draw a second defender? It's never going to happen. We don't have a post presence. Trey Mitchell's not playing, right? And When's he supposed to come back? I think it's up in the air. I mean, I, I definitely... I, I, and I, I don't even I, think he really commands the respect of a double team no, in the post. No, no, so no, no. Yeah, it's, it's kind a, of a null point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think the, the real issue goes to the fact that I don't think Marcus Carr can break a break a guy down like we need to. Like Timmy Allen's running the ball, running the ball up the court, and I'm like, slow it down. And in my mind, if my th- quote unquote three four guy is bringing the ball up the court, whether he can or not is not the issue. If he's bringing the ball up the court and it's a one on one, looking to be a one on two in the favor of the de- of the defense, my gut reaction: slow it down, get it to the primary ball handler's hand, and set the offense. We don't have that. I mean, I, I think looking into the tourney. I'm beard evaluating my team, knowing that we can't shoot that well, and our half but our court defense is really good. Our defense is great, and our half court offense leaves some to be desired. <laughs> <laughs> I would say run, run as much as you can. Move speed. If you can, if fine, you can yeah. take advantage early, and you have the fresh legs, and you're a team that has active hands that can get out on the break, push the tempo. Whoever gets the ball, if Timmy can push it, like go, just go and see what you can get. Because if you can get a, a three on two, a two on one, like. Don't wait for their five defenders to get back because then we know it's tough for us to get a bucket, We're, especially against a, a team that's better than TCU. And we played an extremely disciplined game defensively against DCU, TCU. Not a lot of personal fouls. Mm-hmm. We had 15, like seven less than we had last game against a Tech, I believe. Helps that we're at home, too. Helps that we're at home. You we get a couple calls here and there. But I, I really think, though, if we're going to go deep in the Big 12 tournament, we have West Virginia at West Virginia again, not an easy game, but a game that you must you have to win it. 
if you are a top 16 team in college basketball, you need to win that game. Yep. I don't care about the parity this year. You got to win that game. You got Baylor at home. Yeah, they embarrassed. Time too. I mean, can't look if you if you go to Allen, we lose an Allen. Like whatever. It like, is what it is. That is what it is. Yep. That's expected. Baylor at home is a good exclamation point on the season heading into the Big Twelve twenty. Like Tech is dangerous and they are legit. Baylor, and so is Kansas. I think of those three teams, and we've beaten Kansas. We've beaten Kansas the last three times. I think Baylor is the shaky, shaky beef of those three. Yeah. Well, they're, I mean, they're ailing, right? That's, yeah. But, they, I mean, they got crushed by Kansas, but then they went and whooped Kansas State. So Yeah, they, but they got beat by Tech. I don't think they're as good as either of those two teams. Yeah. I think I could, I'm not confident in saying this. This is, might be a hot take. Tech might be the best team in the Big 12. I No, I agree with you. If they went the, I mean, Baji's great. McCormick's good. Wilson, I, I mean, Kansas has, a, has an army, and they always do, and obviously Bill Self is Bill Self. And they have that one superstar guy in a big. But Tech is well coached. Shannon Jr. has been great. O'Banner is a guy who was there for, Oral, there. Ro- there for Oral Roberts last right. year, and he's like a legit Big 12 player. He's not like a guy that was good in a small school coming over and is not finding his way. That's right. very good. Yeah. No, he was great last year in the tournament too. Yeah. But, no, I, I, I agree. I think that out of all the Big 12 teams, I'd be the most confident that Tech could actually run the table, go to the Final Four, and potentially even win it. Yeah, I mean seriously, and I think Kansas gets a lot of love. I mean they're a good team, but they always have that moniker of being Kansas. Mm-hmm. It's like how you over appreciate Duke teams and UNC teams sometimes. They're in that same caliber, and they're a good team. I mean they definitely deserve it, but I definitely think Tech is the scariest. They've had the most impressive wins, and I mean I just wouldn't be shocked if I mean, that that's like a perfect tournament team in my opinion. Mm-hmm. The interesting Where thing about our game against Baylor is that it's a it's a really quick turnaround from our game West Virginia. It's, which a, it's a Monday night, so it's which, a Saturday yeah. against West Virginia, and which then, could be good for us, and then Monday against Baylor, which I like. If we win, if we go to West Virginia and win and come home with that momentum, feeling good. I'm feeling good. If we lose at West Virginia and come home against Baylor in that quick turnaround on a Monday, fortunately we have a veteran group. Andrew Jones apparently could come back again. By the way. He could play for a six season. He could play for another season. Would you do that if you were him? I mean, what do you have to lose at this point, right? Are you getting a free master's degree? Yes. I, I'd consider it. I mean, you have to look at your options and, you know, can – he obviously – he's wanted to make the league since he was a little kid. Oh, yeah. Uh, since he was – you know, since he could hold a basketball. So I, I wouldn't blame him if he didn't come back to UT, but UT has meant a lot for him. You know, yeah. it's it's where he – where he conquered cancer yeah and he came back and, and played um and is playing well he had over 20 points tonight so I, I could see it especially if you you know beard brings in a nice class of recruits that play alongside him and he gets another crack at it depends on what happens this year right yeah if yeah. we win the big 12 tournament I'm i don't happy, know i'm happy for me either way so yeah i mean yeah I, he owes the university nothing not nothing he's done he's done a phenomenal job i would i just don't know if he's going to the league unless he has a stellar tournament which, like, there's been a couple games this year where he's been really good. Oh, this is one of them. Yeah, one of them against TCU. Where he really found his shot, was was aggressive, and, and played within himself. I mean... Like, didn't force, like, didn't force a three. He shot well. It would be a perfect story to see Andrew Jones shine, take over March Madness, right? I mean, you know, I mean, of course, as Texas fans, we all know the story about him overcoming leukemia and, yeah. and getting back and playing yeah. at full health now. But, like, in the national spotlight... 
like March Madness eats that up. The He's, nation e- nation loves those stories. Yeah, especially right? his relationship with Dick Vitale too. Yep, of course. Yeah, look, we're let's say we're a four or five seed, which is what it's shaping up to be as it stands. If we beat West Virginia, we beat West Virginia and take down Baylor in the Kansas game moot, we would have to play decently well in the Big Twelve tournament. We'll probably be a four or five seed locked. All you really got to do at that point, you know, obviously you want to win the whole thing. but Get just to 16. Get to 16. Well, yeah. in my opinion, we haven't won a first round in how long? I mean, that is the, the since we've been there. Okay. Right? If we're winning a first round, then I think we're getting to at least the Sweet 16. But it's, it's first round or bust, basically. Well, we got, we lost to Nevada with MT. Was that MT or Jarrett we lost to Nevada with? We lost to the Martin Twins. Yep. I was at the El Tejano in North Hollywood. <laughs> I know where we I like I could tell you where I was for each of the losses. You're all, you're on the court for one of them. I was at I was Northern Iowa. Pretty much courtside for Northern Iowa with a guy in a bear costume. Don't ask. And then I was at your house in Santa Monica. In Santa Monica when we lost last year where I actually almost like cried. Yeah, so I was so because that team, I mean, I will never, I will always think that team was was it. That I really thought that team was it. <laughs> it's not though. <laughs> I know clearly not. I was so confident. I threw like the Ohio. I mean, State we were final. we were. It was cursed the minute they gave us the in-state matchup. Oh right? yeah, like doomed, doomed. Think about you evaluating a a March Madness bracket for any other team that's not Texas, that's yeah. not our team, and you see, you see Loyola Chicago playing Illinois. Who do you immediately want to pick? Oh, yeah. You want to pick Loyola Chicago because it's the in-state rivalry. You know it's going to at least be a good game. Yeah. The game's going to be close. And we should have known that. Like, even when they were winning at half, I was feeling confident. Anyway, I think this team, I, the Baylor game is just going to be telling to me, how do we perform against Baylor at home after after presumably beating West Virginia, which, again, if you're going to win in March Madness, that's a team this late in the season, you got to win that game. Um, but big shout-out. Uh, beating TCU, very st- very stellar game on defense, great second half offensively. Baseball team, really quick. We're going to get more into baseball as we obviously get through the season. 5-0, and start five the season and against Rice and A&M Corpus. Yep. Outscoring teams 53-7. to seven. Yeah, we're absolutely bamboos. But that I mean, was the number string. one team in the nation. Yeah, but the, that was a string of 15 nothing or 15-1, 14-2, 12-0. It was like 15-1, nothing. 14-2, 12-0, I think maybe 7 nothing. I don't know. There's a long stretch of shutouts in there. Um, but... Yeah, I mean those those are good tune up games for sure. Getting getting the boys ready, getting some confidence behind them. We're going to the SEC to play against Bama this weekend. That should be a fun test, fun fun series. Um, but yeah, I mean about time that one of our big sports programs gets back to being the best. I <laughs> in our series with Rice, three game series. Yeah, thirty six to three. Yeah, that was the Ooh. one that Nick was talking. The Ooh. the thing with baseball is counter to professional baseball i thought college baseball kind of had a nice little spurt last year mm-hmm. maybe that's just like in our circle with our team being good but i think a lot of the times i mean baseball is so tricky because the guys are coming out of high school and you forget about them for three mm-hmm. or four years and you, we all know how that song and dance goes but college baseball i think on the rise especially with how exciting things were in omaha last year if we win in college baseball, I think we, we talk about how when it rains and pours in championships mm-hmm. and professional and college sports, Braves win, Bulldogs win, you know. Look at Los Angeles. Los Angeles, Tampa Bay, 
You know, the Rays like at least made it. So I'm hoping like this is the push we need because for for basketball and for football, or maybe hopefully basketball. Oh, I agree. I I think it's completely feasible too. Um, I know you grew up on the East Coast, so being out there at college baseball really doesn't take that much. No, at all of of an image growing up for you. But in Texas, I don't know about you, Toss, but like. Some of the guys I grew up with like preferred watching college baseball over professional baseball. That, I think a lot of people in the South feel that way. That's kind of bizarre. It is. It's weird, but like if you think about like Tennessee, Mississippi, right, um, Louisiana, like they don't have professional baseball teams in their states. No, no, that's very no. It's a good point. It's weird, and and a lot of their guys are good enough to go to the bigs after they're done with their college. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. I mean, look, there's there's guys from LSU, there's guys out of Vandy, like I mean, no, you I mean, you said it correctly, like it doesn't register to me cuz I grew up in New York. Right. And like I grew up with, with in the Yankee Yankee territory. Right. I mean, and, tra- I, mean I mean travel baseball is oh, travel such a big deal in huge. high school in Texas. But that's it a big is. deal for us too. It's you know just an intense that's just an intense sport just in general. But you have, I to, will you have say to give so much time to it. It's a lot of money. How it. did yeah. your I don't know what the deal is with your high school baseball, but you went to like a 5A school? Me? Yeah. Yeah, I went to, um, it was 5A, and then it dropped down to 4A, and then went back to 5A. How was your baseball team? Great. They, I think they made it to, I mean, every year we were making it to like the, the state um Did kids playoffs. go to play in college? Yeah, we had one kid who I think played at A&M for a little bit. We had another kid play... Um, can't remember where we had, we've had a couple guys that have gone to Texas. They're older. Yeah. Um, Corey Knebel still plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I knew it was, I knew it was somebody that went there. Um, we've had Brett Anderson. Um, Brett Anderson went to your high school. Yep. Right, he's a Texas guy. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think who else. I mean, there's there's guys out there. There's still guys that are playing. I mean, well, we've yeah. had a couple guys get drafted. One of my friends got drafted by the Marlins. Another guy got drafted by the Angels. Long way to my point, but what about you? Like your school? Toss. We were not. Our high school was not very competitive, but we had individual players who went and played college. Is that how it generally was for football with y'all too? Because you guys had time. Just, I mean, we just had a small small school. Small yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. There's ninety guys in each class. It's crazy. Yeah, elite. But there, you had guys that played in college baseball. Yes. Yes. You're, Most mostly Ivies. Not as many at, at big schools. But still, like baseball's more like fluid like you, that. You know still, like, I'm thinking impressive. about it. My senior class, I'm thinking about the starting baseball team. I think they all played college baseball at some level, whether that was JUCO or at the Division One or the Division Two level or Division Three level. They all did it. And didn't win states. And we did not win the state championship. Did no. you come in second? No. Okay. My junior year, my high school won New York State. Whole thing. And no one played? One kid played at not a good high, not a good college. <laughs> Crazy, right? Yeah. Wild. I mean, hoops is big in New York. Baseball's like big. I mean, tra- baseball was big when I was growing up. Like that was like the sport that we all yeah. played. Texas is just a it's a huge state too. It's that has state. that has a massive impact. But of course football, basketball and baseball are you know, high school in, in Texas, the breeding grounds for the professional level. Yeah. You, you right. can look at every single sport and there's guys in the bigs. Because everyone's it, literally everybody's bigger where you guys are. It's, it is crazy. People are just bigger where y'all are from. I remember they used to tell us when we first moved to Texas from San Diego that we heard stories about people like parents holding their kids back an extra year so they can gain an extra year of growth on the kids in their grade so that when they get to the high school level, they're a little bit bigger than their competition. I mean, it. 
it it makes sense. Ours, that's why I think it's interesting, like, just like a macro level, looking at, like, Texas sports versus New York sports in high school, at least. Like, growing up on Long Island, the big sports of lacrosse and wrestling, where you, or size being smaller, I mean, not lacrosse, you just still want to be sizable there, but wrestling size matters if you're small. Mm-hmm. You want to be small as possible while weighing as much in your weight class. Right. You want to be the, the top of the bottom. You want to, yeah. But so there like, really are height is not a limiting factor to success and it's not in lacrosse either no there are plenty of incredible lacrosse players who are 5'8 5'7 you know who of my this is we don't really get into this but like of my friends my buddy troy who you guys know is not a big guy yeah he's probably one of the best lacrosse players my friends small smaller than shorter than all of us yeah Yeah. shout out to texas lacrosse had some homies that were yeah as a lacrosse yeah big news coming out of there that i can't necessarily share in the air but yeah Really, really um, cool stuff. Back to Texas baseball. Yeah. We have a great test coming up. We get a three-game series against Alabama. Mm-hmm. And then we play Sam Houston. And then after that, we play... Oh, after, that, <laughs> after that, we play Tennessee and then LSU back-to-back. And then it, later in March, we get a, a three-game series with South Carolina. And then later in March, we play, of the, of the we play Texas A&M. At the end of March. So we get a taste of the, Yeah, exactly, Nick. We get a taste of the SEC. These are the teams that we're going to be playing in conference in one or two years. Yeah. But they're the, and they're the best of the best. Yeah, yeah, but I guess apparently so are we this year. Absolutely. So that's exciting. That's great. Big statement games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The LSU game. LSU baseball is legit. Not that A&M isn't, but LSU baseball is legit. Like, I would like to play Vandy preseason. Yeah. <sighs> Tennessee. Tennessee is a big one too, obviously. Yeah. Of course, I mean all those teams have a, have a legit shot to being in the in Omaha. Yeah, I mean, what happened? Speaking of, I'm looking it up because I just don't know off the top of my head. Because what happened to Kamar Rocker? Because he didn't sign. Is he back in Vandy? I don't know. He but played, shout out to our baseball team. Yeah, shout out to our baseball team. <laughs> <laughs> Enough tangenting. Um, but yeah, uh, basketball, good win. We'll check back in uh, Tuesday. You know, probably after we not not a better. ton of football news coming down the pipeline, but just kind of gearing towards a. A nice spring camp for the boys. Yeah. We're yeah, going to get cool. that uh, orange and white game pretty soon. Some yeah. cool videos circulating about Quinn and him. Really vibing with the locker. Vibing with the team, which is great yeah, to see. Signing a lot of autographs. We rocking the mullet still. Part of being quarterbacks also being the CVO. Yep. Chief vibes officer. Chief vibes officer. Uh, patent pending. Yeah, patent pending. Um, it's betonline.ag. Use the promo code BELIEVE. Go there right now. 50% welcome bonus in your first deposit. Go to... Go to it. I don't even need to say who it is. You know. You know who I'm talking about. Betonline.ag code believe. All right? What's more important than peace of mind? Nothing. And that's what NordVPN is here for. To give you a peace of mind while you're online. And with all the threats that you can face today on the internet, it is more important than ever to be sure that you have the best VPN you get. NordVPN is the world's best VPN service offering the fastest connectivity, most servers, and next-gen encryption encryption to make sure that everything you do online stays secure normally i'd redo that but there was no way i was getting encryption right on the fly but i did i did just there so nice there we go plus you can use nordvpn on all of your computers devices no matter the operating system with nordvpn's unlimited bandwidth you never have to worry about slow connection ether 
and plans to start at under $4 per month. Oh, that's great. So grab your exclusive NordVPN deal by going to nordvpn.com slash believe or use the promo code B-L-E-A-V, believe, to get your 70% off your NordVPN. So it's like, what, $1 plus one additional month free. It's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That is awesome. And finally... Tons of people take multivitamins, but it's important to choose the one that's top quality. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, superfoods, probiotics, and optogens. Adaptogens, not optogens, that's not a word, but adaptogens to start your day right. Their special blend of ingredients supports gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's also lifestyle friendly and fits a wide range of diets. There's only one gram of sugar and no chemicals or artificial anything. Reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs for your first purchase. What? All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash believe. That's B-L-E-A-V. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash believe. I mean, do this. How could you not do this? This is amazing. I'm doing this. Go do this. And those are our ads. All right. Thank you for listening to our sponsors. That was the Horns Up Talking Texas podcast. Thank we you. We love so our sponsors. We love our sponsors. Thank you so much for joining us. Josh Fisher, Alexander Disopolis, Nikki Snacks, Crider. Shout out to Quan Cosby. We'll be coming back with us next week. Get your horns up. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.